Hello everyone, welcome to the Two Haven't Roll podcast. My name is Oliver and I'm here with Robin, as usual, and we are going to talk about our uh, Timer E2 Empire LARP. This is the third part of our possibly a fourth part thing. We'll see how far along we get today because uh, we've still got a ton to talk about, haven't we? Yeah, I was going to say, hello, everyone. Yeah, um, yeah, definitely. We still have lots to talk about. I mean, um, yeah, because we're, we're, we're only, we're still on the Saturday and we've got lots to still talk about on the Saturday and then lots and lots for the Sunday. So, yeah, definitely a fourth part, I think. <laughs> well, yeah, we'll see, we'll see how far we get. We'll see how far we get. So last time we got up to talking about the skirmish. So if you want to talk about the skirmish. Yeah, let's talk about the skirmish. So last time, I'm trying to remember where we actually stopped. I, I know we stopped say, by saying, yeah, we went on a skirmish, but I don't think we actually talked about how that came to be at all. Well, so uh, especially if you, if anybody hasn't listened to our E1 stuff, one thing that we said at the end of our E1 episodes was that we, one of the things we wanted to do for this time was go on a skirmish because that's one thing we didn't do we did the new player skirmish which wasn't really a skirmish you know it's just not really <laughs> it's it's you know it's like characters versus characters it was just a big free-for-all like not free-for-all but you know what i mean it was just it, it wasn't story based you know there was no we couldn't stakes. die couldn't die there was no nothing that you did affected the the story really it was just a tutorial type thing you know um, so we were both like, you know what, this time we want to go on a skirmish. And the skirmish is run... Do, do you know what time they actually start? I I do not actually know. They... So the skirmishes... Um, I, did, I, I don't actually have access to it at the minute, but I did have like a calendar of all the skirmishes set up. And from my understanding, the earliest one that I knew about started um, 20 minutes after time in. But there may have been one like literally at time in. Um... So yeah, really early, basically. Oh yeah, well, because uh, I know on the on the Friday people were instantly coming oh, to door. Oh, sorry, yeah, yeah, sorry. Like... I was thinking the Friday, yeah. Oh, you were thinking the Friday. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I was no, thinking I was... the Friday. I don't know how early they start on like the Saturday and Sunday yeah. though, but I was thinking the Friday. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, because I think they're basically an afternoon thing anyway. Uh, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll find that out. Uh, yeah, because on the Friday. Uh, people were straight away like oh yeah we need people for a skirmish and a lot there was a lot of offers of skirmishes but not that we, we were being like really self-preserving uh we don't we don't want to die you know we, we've got we're in, we were enjoying how our characters were interacting with the world um but yes yeah, some of those missions just sounded like freaking just, yeah it was yeah it was like no that way. first one i know we're coming back to the friday here but that's totally what i was thinking that the first one i knew about was like 20 minutes after time in on the friday and yeah. that was it sounded a bit like a suicide mission to be honest i mean the way that basically somebody had come and been like we need a hundred people for this and we need all the help we can get and we're like how many do you need from Dawn? And they're like, as many as you can give. We're like, how yeah. many do you have so far? Like 10? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I think that was that was a bad time. I think I spoke to someone 
uh, I spoke to someone indoor, and I think one of our neighbors actually went on that skirmish and ended up getting possessed. I, th- I think they had a good yes. time, um, <laughs> but I, like be, but it wasn't. I don't think it was very fruitful. Uh, how how do I say this without sounding a bit? So I I with this with the skirmishes, I was very just aware of who else was going. If you know what I mean, uh, just just say it. Just say it. Yeah. So basically, if, if, <laughs> if Dawn wasn't, yeah. So we, we we kind of we waited. We knew we wanted to do one on the Saturday. We heard there was one that was very uh, Dawn centric going on on the Saturday, um, and uh, one of the members of our nation who helps organise the the skirmishes literally called us over and was like, "Hey, uh, do you want to come on this sk- uh, skirmish?" I think there was about like, four, I don't know how many how many Dornish players actually went. A lot. A lot. There was a lot of Dawn because I think, and I it basically, I, I think it worked out really well because there were there were other nations going, but it came out that the numbers from the other nations were greatly lower than what was supposed to be there. So yeah. it worked out well that most of Dawn decided, Do you know what, this is a good time for a skirmish. Let's go. Yeah. So <laughs> it, there, there was there was certain people that, are, that because they were kind of organizing it and running it and the people who were saying oh yeah we're going i was like yeah this is this is definitely one for us um we knew we were however we did know we were fighting the druge um (laughs) so we we knew we were going to be going after the druge now we knew we were going up against the druge on the sunday and we had secured some blood harrow filters for the sunday we weren't going to get these blood harrow filters until the Sunday morning. So there was a little bit of, oh yeah, we're prepared to fight the Druze, but kind of more tomorrow than we are tonight. Um, it was it, it was funny though. It was the fact that I remember like saying to people, oh, I've never done a skirmish before. Um, So why are we going out here? What are we trying to do? And most of the people are all in Dawn. They were like, I don't know, but it's Druze. So we signed up to fight. Yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> was and- like, that was just the, the census of everyone they were like well it's the druge so we thought we'd come fight them yeah the, the druge <laughs> and dawn don't really they're they are pretty much mortal enemies uh a bit like because I, I think like the navarre just they they, they always gone about like Valorn. um but for us it's the druge and my character being from he's been fighting in the barons and that is overrun with druge um so yeah and it was so yeah it was a very dawn centric like uh, skirmish so so many people uh mustered um so many dornish forces and who else did we have with us we had barushkins with us and we yeah. had and we had did we have navari with us as well i don't remember navari uh, being with us we we had a small contingent of two other at least two other nations like you said we were ex- <laughs> i don't want to insult any imperial orcs but like uh apparently <laughs> apparently don't like, insult the orcs i need them next time <laughs> you need them next season <laughs> love um, you orcs <laughs> apparently there was supposed to be some orcs coming but they didn't turn up but the organizers uh planned for that and just brought more tornish anyway <laughs> uh sorry so what we we talk about what we actually had to do so the cool thing about the skirmishes for people that are listening that haven't been to Empire and I, 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 Empire is the only festival big LARP that I've been to, so I don't know whether other big LARPs do a similar thing. The big battles yeah. are obviously like almost thousands of people 
against the, you know thousands of people so it's it's lots of people that you get a bit lost uh, but they're way more survivable than the skirmishes the skirmishes are a little bit more like something like a D mission or a D uh, adventure you know so yeah. it's you, you've got uh, a task to do and a small force now for a skirmish this was actually quite a large force there was like 40 to 50 of us wasn't there there was a lot of us I would say there was close to 50 of us. Yeah, I think so. I think there was like 40 Dornish, basically. Yeah, I was going to say, 40 of us, I think, were Dornish. Yeah. Um, 10 so, were other. <laughs> so it's all still part of the, like, a, a continuing storyline. And some of the skirmishes are, so when, I should also explain as well, for people who haven't heard previous episodes, that uh, we're all in a, a camp known as Anvil. So we're at this big summit. And we have this gate. It's like a stargate, basically. So it, it can take us... It takes the uh, people who are Anvil, it can take you across the land, basically. So you go through the Sentinel Gate uh, to wherever. Yeah. But some of the skirmishes are actually connected. So I think we actually... We had a connection to the skirmish previous to us, didn't we? We did, yeah. Um, But it was a real... Do you, want, do you want to go over what we had to do? Yeah, well, um, from my understanding, we were there to protect them as the skirmish before us were, now I don't know exactly what they were doing, but it was definitely something very magical. And we knew that the Druids were going to attack the area. So it was our job to keep them safe. Yeah, it was a caravan, and, right? It was a yes, yes. caravan that was on the road. Yeah. And we had to go in and keep them safe and clear the field of Druids. And yeah, well, that's pretty much what we did just before we went in, though, when what I found was quite funny is when we were all standing waiting to go in, there was a moment where someone shouted, OK, who here is a, um, a healer? Um, oh, my gosh, my mind's going completely blank. Well, what's the correct term for somebody who's like a healer, not a medic, but a... Uh... Uh, oh, my mind's gone blank. Physic? Physic, there we go. Yeah. Is it physic? Yes, sorry. So yeah, and they said like, is there any physics here? Because I've got a little bit of healing, but not technically class is like a physic that can actually help if, if shit goes down. And like two people put their hands up and then it, we all kind of went, oh shit. <laughs> this is fine. This is fine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so the... Druge were expecting, so obviously the, the people playing the Druge as well were, were expecting to ambush a Brushkin caravan. How so we actually the idea was is we catch them by surprise. They're expecting a load of caravan Varushkins and troubadours or whatever, and a load of Dornish knights are gonna show, show up. However, uh, where this was taking place, the now I don't know whether I, I don't know the lore around the miasma. Right, so I don't know whether they take that with them. Anyway, we knew that there was going to be a miasma. Um, Robin, do, do you do you want to explain? No, you don't want to explain. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> we, we, if you if you feel like bloody you wanna, miasma, <laughs> yeah, if you want to feel like you want to explain your confusion later, that's fine. I I can I now know that miasma is not what I thought it was, but I'm gonna let you explain the proper version because you have a better understanding. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, I think that there are other effects that a miasma can have. Anyway, the Druze user, I'm probably getting this, uh, I'm I'm kind of, I, I'm sort of right, I know that. The Druze use it as a aura of 
uh, they put out a fear aura, okay? So yeah. if you go into this fear aura, your character, you, will be afraid and you have to run away. Mm -hmm. So to counteract this, you have to get anointed. So there, a lot of people will go around going, right, we're going out to fight the Druge. And that was when we were preparing for this skirmish. Everyone was like, oh, we're going to get anointed. We're going to get anointed. So everyone was going up and getting anointed. So you have to find a priest to anoint you to counteract the effects of this miasma. You got anointed, didn't you? I did, yeah. How did, how did you find that? Because I I didn't, and I'll explain why in a minute. But why don't, do you want to describe? Because I haven't had it done yet. Yeah, no, I mean, um, I went to get anointed and I didn't know much about it. And I thought, oh, maybe I'll be fine. But then somebody came up to me and they gave me the, the card to, to go and hand over and get anointed for free and everything. I was like, okay, yeah, let's do this. And I came over and it was it was rather interesting, actually. And I kind of, I did forget about this. And that's why I'm currently raking my brain to come up with the right answer because I'm trying to remember what they were a priest of. And I can't remember. And I was like, I'm just like, oh no. So do you remember what the priest? I wasn't there. I'm, I'm sorry. No, I told yeah. you though. I told yeah, you about it and I can't remember. Yeah. Um, okay. So I'm very sorry because I can't remember, but they basically told me to close my eyes and they painted this story for me, the story of my character out on a battlefield. And they described the scene perfectly and they described my emotions and how they were taking effect in the um, miasma sort of um, aura and how I was actually, you know, affected by it. And they painted this beautiful scene and then told me to open my eyes and said that I would feel the need to um, pride. <laughs> they, were, they were pride priests. Pride. <laughs> it was pride, <laughs> I believe. <laughs> and yeah, it was, it was quite interesting, actually, because I know they were doing big sort of group anointments because after that on the the next day I know kind of like jumping forward a little bit but on the Sunday I did see priests doing huge ones well, in the glory it, yeah. square like having like 20 plus people there doing it once which was quite cool but I just did it like one-on-one -on -one, which I really like the fact that I did that just one-on-one -on -one. it was quite it was quite interesting yeah yeah so I I didn't now the reason I didn't is because uh I think I, uh, this is also a correction from what I think I said in earlier episodes of the podcast. I had said when I was explaining the Empire rule set and character creation, I was like, oh yeah, you can be a human or an orc, um, and then you can have a lineage, which is kind of like your sub-race, but it's mostly aesthetic. It doesn't really affect gameplay, but it does freaking affect gameplay, especially roleplay oh, aspects, yeah. because... Um, changelings aren't that they are like immune to fear but there is a it's not just immune it's in a fear aura we get like really fucking angry so that means that yeah it's it, depending on how much you lean into the role play obviously but you're just you know you're supposed to act as if you're angry which was, i found really freaking cool for my character because my character is very smiley very polite very upbeat and i was like oh this is gonna be this is going to be awesome. So the person uh, who didn't organize it, but the person who led our uh, led our skirmish, um, Lupo from House Desandres, is also a changeling. And I just went up and 
asked him, I was like, I was like, what's it like in the fear miasma? Is it worth getting anointed? And he's just like, nah, screw it. (laughs) (laughs) Just, just use that rage. And I'm like, yeah, this is going to be awesome. And it was quite, I I thought it was really good game as well. People kept coming up being, go on the skirmish. And I'm like, yeah, you get anointed. I'm like, nah. And they're like, really? Oh, I I would get anointed. I'm like, nah, changeling, dude. I don't care. You know, I'm just going to go for it. You're just like seeing something different than everyone else is doing. Admit it. Yeah. Just like like being different. It was fine. Um, So anyway, we all all mustered for this this skirmish. All these Dornish went through through the gate. Like I said, we definitely had some Barushkans with us, 100%, because I do remember fighting alongside them. I think we had a couple from another nation as well. I'm not entirely, I can't remember the um, but it was mostly Dornish. Um, so we ended up like round the back of these these Druze. Uh how did you find the, the start of the engagement, Robin? Um The start okay, to be honest, the start I was super nervous actually. I was really excited about running into fight, but I was nervous because I had no idea what to expect. Absolutely zero. And the start of it was a little little strange because I remember us sort of heading out and we'd clocked these druge in different locations and then I remember running in and then I remember having a moment of being like there's a lot of druge here like yeah. there's uh, a lot <laughs> thing is even when the numbers are even and because the way the druge fight we might have already said this before so basically our orders again this is why it was a bit risky me being like all angry and all like emotional because our all like our orders were look don't be a hero because basically the druge want to draw you out yeah Yeah. if you chase them because they want you to chase them and then they will surround you and pin you down poison you that they don't want to like a a a straight on fight um so we we did well we all stuck together that was the plan stick together we went in and it got it got a little bit hairy, didn't it? Like for a for a moment, um, literally for what felt like a moment. Yeah. It, it, yeah. So, so basically, they so they they surrounded us, and this is these aren't my words. I'm uh, copying something that Jeffrey had said after the fact, yeah. but it just <laughs> describes it describe it perfectly. Like I said, the Druze don't like a one on one fight, so. They managed to surround us, and it looked almost looked bad. However, uh, all the Druze surrounded it all realized that they were on a in a one on one confrontation with the Dornish Knight, and they fucked off. <laughs> I remember, yeah, like, and it's so true. I mean, I was nervous at first, and then we started going. I was like, yes, and then I just ended up one on one with one of the Druze, and I was like, okay, yes, you know, this is what I've been yeah. training for. I've been practicing for this come on and i went to go at him and he ran away yeah they, ra- yeah, they, they just run. ran yeah. i was like oh yeah but, oh, and because I and be- so much yeah because uh <laughs> the dornish fighting style is just like push 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 uh we i think that's why that we're usually put up and again that's why probably we were put up against the druja on the sundays because we do pretty well against them in that respect yeah um so what because this was all happening in the woods wasn't it as well um, so yeah. that that's one thing that obviously the Druze wanted was because it like disorientates you a little bit because it's difficult to spot like know your surroundings because out in the open the Druze uh, you know will beat them no problem. 
Um, so yeah, they surrounded us and then went, oh shit, you know, and we're all just like, we've all got heavy armor and shields, dudes, and you, you're just like here with some pole arms and no armor at all. Uh, <laughs> and then they just, they turned tail and then we were like slowly, slow, and I was like playing angry. I'm like ch- trying to, trying to get out there. I knew, cause I knew my, uh, like Lupo was saying, no, just, just, just easy, easy. Don't chase them yet because we didn't want to chase them through the woods until we could see their whole number. Because if you just ran off. There could yeah. be some flanking. Um, and then we had another force coming around the outside, making sure to chase them. Then once we had them in the open, and then we were like, go. And, and Honestly, that was my favorite moment. It was when, like, Savlupu was standing there, like, saying to you, no, don't. I know you're angry. We're all angry, but you've got to stay here. And then we got out into the open. He was just like, okay, go. charge. <laughs> yeah. And I was just like, yes, yeah. we just got to run. And yeah, I was just, I, was like, I don't care how unfit, I was definitely fitter than E1, but I didn't care how unfit I was. I'm like, this is like Godric's moment. I'm just going to like fucking go like a, a greyhound out the gate. You know, as soon as he went, go, and, you know, I'm running with freaking chainmail, a massive hulking shield, and I'm just like sprinting as far as fast as I can after these freaking druge. <laughs> Um, until, oh, until all of a sudden, like, across the field as they're all running, um, I can't, I think there were people in front of me, but all I can remember is hitting the, um, like, the, the gate, the style, which yeah. is actually out of game. Um, so basically I chased these, like, three druge <laughs> and was like, ah! And I was like, I don't care at this point. I was like, ah, because they're running. Um, yeah. And, uh, I had an awesome moment because the druge, like, turned around before he went to the out of game kind of gate. And just went strike down on my shield. <laughs> I just, I just went, ah, fell back. Um, so strike down, you have to basically fall, yeah, you know, fall right down. But I just went because I was just running and running, and he was like, strike down. And I just did like a backflip, uh, backwards roly poly, flat on my back. Got up and I went to pursue again, and a ref like stopped me because he's like, no, this is that, no, that's it. Just about to say, I was behind you, and I thought you hadn't seen the refs. Because they were asked they were on to stop. Yeah, no, I was, I was we going. We got to a point and they were like, yeah, that's it. And I was like, great. And I was like, why is he running past the rest? <laughs> yeah, no, I, I just was like, Rumble. no. I'm, I'm, yeah, I was like, I'm... I'm Don't want to, mess with the refs. Yeah, I want to roll, I'm role playing. Uh, that's the thing. I, did, I just didn't see the, the refs. I mean, that's one thing as well about the refs that... is Because is, they're obviously always there. But when you think back and you remember unless there's an actual interaction with a ref they're like cancelled out of your memory which is like a bumblebee <laughs> but but obviously it's a good thing because like if, if someone were to take like film it or something you'd be like oh there's a ref standing there it kind of breaks immersion but it doesn't because you don't no. you, you ignore them in the moment and then when you think back and remember you don't remember them being there yeah exactly no i think that's pretty wonderful with them <laughs> but yeah i know that um that was an incredible like first experience of a skirmish. Yeah, yeah. I th- I think I think uh I think Danny who plays Lupo had said like like it was like it, it was it was going it went so wrong and then it went so right was I think mm. was his words because it because it was looking like hairy and then it just we just went uh no, we are the dawn, uh fuck off <laughs> and we just <laughs> fucked them up. And we didn't lose a single person as well. I mean, that was obviously the the real yeah. cool bit. Is like we just went in there, we kicked ass, and we came out. Especially when you heard all weekend how like skirmishes were going terrible and people were dying, yeah. and uh, we went on this one skirmish and just absolutely hammered them. It was awesome. 
Yeah. Because that was we... the, the fact that that was the task as well was to go in basically. All we had to do is surprise the Druge, kick their ass. That was it. Yeah. I mean, we did have we had one issue like on the way back out where we we were kind of spent a little bit of time in the field, you know, just checking everywhere, make sure none were left alive. And like someone had been like, oh, yeah, just a couple of minutes left. And then we need to get through the gate. And then like someone was like, oh, shit. No, there's like 30 seconds need to get through the gate. And then we're like, oh, crap. Right. We need to actually get through. And then a lot of us were still like on the other side of the field. So we had to pretty much run to get to the gate. And I didn't see like one person like had ran around the outside of the gate. I kept running off and the ref is like screaming, going, you're not out yet. You need to come back. And he was like, you've got like four seconds. You have to like leg it back to then do like a loop around the gate and come back yeah, through. We had more time than we thought, because what happens is that uh, when the gate shuts and you jump through, you get like gate shock, which mm-hmm. can do damage to you and things mm-hmm. like that. But basically the longer the gate is like shutting the, the, the worse it is you know so yeah. from what i hear unless you spend like hours without going through the gate you're not going to just completely die if you go through it yeah. yeah it's 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 obviously more of a way of like pd to make sure everything's getting done sharp you know because it's uh yeah so uh, obviously <laughs> for them to be like we've got another skirmish scheduled yeah. in 10 minutes well that's basically <laughs> it isn't it so uh yeah that that's their way that's the other cool thing about the sentinel gate mechanic is that you, you have time limits on things and you're like, look, the gate is going to shut at, yeah. at 11 o'clock, you know? So the whole army has to be through that gate before 11 o'clock. Well, I'm saying 11 o'clock. It's obviously not 11, Yeah, I know, yeah. But just... I just said a random time. But there's, they're like, oh, it's going to shut here. So you need to make sure everyone is out. And that's obviously their way of getting people just to hustle and get, get a move out. on. Yeah, yeah get a move yeah. on. Yeah, which is, is a cool mechanic. But yeah, I, was, I wasn't I was that worried because I was trying to act still act angry. So I, I kind of wanted people to be like, Godric, come on, Godric, let's go. I know, I'm like, we need to go. Come on, move. You're like, there's still Druze left alive. I was like, I don't care, come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's go on. none left alive. They got away. <laughs> they got away. There's three. Gone. There's three Druze. <laughs> three of them got away. <laughs> I don't know why you're Batman in this situation, yeah, but you no, are. I, I definitely wasn't Batman. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, back in Batman's bell tent. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile. Computer screen up on the inside of the tent. Now the Druge have one weakness here. Yeah, it's, not, it's not I am the night, it's I am the dawn. I am the dawn. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so, first skirmish. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was that was freaking awesome. The skirmish. Mm. Um, so that was also like late at night. So that was at eight p.m. Uh, but it, it was. Um, sorry to to don't mean to like, correct you here. I was going to say it was meant to be eight thirty, but then I think there was issues and it pushed on to even later. So it was really late. Well, I think By yeah, I think it was eight, and out. then it ended up being eight thirty. But yeah, went in. Uh, so yeah, we we got out sort of like half nine or something like that um yeah yeah uh, but british summertime it was still it was dark it was dark enough to make combat interesting obviously but not yeah. it wasn't obviously it wasn't just dark um <laughs> yeah which which obviously in uh th- there are skirmishes you go out and it's just pitch black which 
is is definitely something I want to do at some point just for the experience. I, I want to try it, although I feel like I'd be that one player like beating up a tree in the corner, but I want to try yeah. it. <laughs> well, I think that those are the skirmishes that get real dicey because, yeah, it's it, that, that's obviously where people get left behind because people fall down and you can't see your falling comrades, especially if you're like... enemies can't see yeah, you. Especially if you're some Navari wearing green and brown and you fall down <laughs> on the ground. <laughs> be a special disclaimer for anyone from Navarre going out on a late night skirmish like um you may be left behind not because of anything in character that we literally will not see you you will be left basically yeah. I mean I, so, I'm, yeah. yeah I mean I'm wearing freaking I'm wearing a big bright yellow sun on my chest and roses uh so pe yeah people are gonna spot me pretty <laughs> pretty easily <Help. laughs> Help, I'm dying this tree. We need special bells for anybody from Navarre to take with them so they can ding a bell. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I, hey, I tell you what, that's actually probably a good idea. Uh, right? Yeah, I mean, if you had like, that's maybe a good idea for like our lances because if you say, hey, you know, why don't we get bells for people? And if, you know, because pretty much everyone could carry a little bell around with them. Uh, people have bells in their pockets be like, oh yeah, this bell means someone is... Because you have 30 seconds. You can still scream, right? So when you're bleeding out, you can still use your yeah. voice. You can't move and you can't take a healing potion, but you can still talk when you're bleeding out. So if you're poisoned and you're bleeding out and you've only got 30 seconds, uh, you know, the the advice is just to Ring scream. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, bell could be a good idea as well, you know? That could work. Yeah, like, because a bell... A bell's in character. I mean, I know like I guess, we have yeah. horns and things, but horns tend to not usually work as well for that, I feel. But like a bell would be really cool. Like just, yeah. you know, little bell, help. I'm dying. Well, I mean, <laughs> can't the, the, shout yeah, any louder. Yeah, because the Freeborn <laughs> jingle a lot. Their, their, their kit is always like jingling. So it's it's something similar. Because it's not as long as you don't have a whistle, because obviously whistles are used by the refs. Oh yeah, of course. Mm. I I was like thinking, oh yeah, whistle's not really in character. Oh yeah, and the refs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's not that's not technically appropriate. Uh, but yeah, and then uh, yeah, we we came back pretty. Even though I was acting still kind of angry, and then kind of coming down from from that, uh, I I enjoyed that aspect of role playing. I enjoyed the aspect of like discovering my character's lineage um, because I yeah. felt like. Last season, you know, there was talk about changelings and the difference between changelings and these people and, and the the Naga and the Cambrians and there's differences. But this season, I felt like because of the Druge Miasma, the Fear Aura, it was like there was a spotlight put on changelings this this season. Yeah, uh, which quite was, cool. So it was really cool being one, you know. So I was just like, oh, it's not just an excuse to have my ears on. It's, uh, you know, I get to do some actual you know, get to actually have some game with people because I'm a changeling, you know? Um, so yeah, that was fun. And then what happened when we came back, Robin? <gasps> oh my gosh, the most exciting thing ever happened. Okay, so we got back and we got back to Dawn and we were approached by a certain someone who noticed the way that we fought on the field and was so impressed that the wonderful Lord Lufu from House to Sandrill um offered us both a test of metal yeah yeah so, so that was that was really cool <laughs> uh, yeah we, we were really chuffed because 
that that was this was pretty much our entire game, right? So our our game yes. strategy, we knew we wanted to be knight errants. So uh-huh. the 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 main part of the brief that we know, and we haven't been, as you can probably tell from our super informative podcast. Uh, <laughs> What like, are you talking about? <laughs> we're not the most studious when it comes to the rules and the setting and things like that. Even the way we play D&D, to be honest, is, is a bit like that. I, I'm not, Very loose. I'm not, yeah, I'm not one for just being like, I'm going to study the rules and study everything. I like to like discover these types of things. But uh, we did uh, study pretty closely the Knight Errant brief of Dawn. So, yeah, yeah a Knight Errant. So uh, I think I've uh, explained this a few times now on the podcast, but... Yeah, you're a yo folk, and then if you want to be a noble, you have to go through like knight errantry, get a test of metal, and you're a knight errant until you become a noble. And there's three different ways that people go about this. Either you are like uh, you're 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 born into a house, and you're just like given a test of metal, so you're like, oh yeah, you know, I've. I've grown up in this house. I'm not a noble yet. I don't have noble status, so I have to do my test of metal. That's yeah. one way. Another way is for a yofolk to approach an earl and say, I request a test of metal. Um, uh, but there is a third way, uh, which I was like, that that is Godric all over, and you were the same. You were like, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, the third way is to... And it says in the wiki uh, on the page, it was like, to be so glorious that noble houses come to you to offer you tests. Now, we had been offered places. Um, and this yeah. is no, this is no like, oh, yeah, we didn't like that house, this house. Obviously, people, you know, we were making friends straight away and people were automatically, you know, because obviously, you know, people think, oh, just really friendly people want you to join their their groups because... It's a group activity, LARP, you know, and having a group is a good thing. So when we started, we were like, oh, yeah, we're joining Dawn. We're going to be knight errants. We did have a few people say, oh, you can be in our house. You know, you can do, do this. Just some of them off the bat. Um, but we specifically wanted someone to go, you were glorious as shit. Yeah. <laughs> you have been really impressive this summit. Can I offer you a test of metal? You know, and we were like yes that was that um, is like yeah it was about that we were like oh, could you just imagine if that were to happen that would be amazing that's what we're aiming for right it, that's why oh, yeah we were being... exactly like it's it's why we were fighting so much why we were going in the glory square why we were pushing ourselves it's because we wanted someone to notice us yeah not for just the fact that we were knight errants but for the fact that we had done something on the battlefield yeah and his words were that he said, you know, you are not fighting like knight errants. You are fighting. Like you are folk, out yeah. there as if, yeah, like you were folk, sorry. You are fighting. You're out there as if you were nobles. Yeah. And. Well, he was like, yeah, you carry yourself as nobles as well. This is yeah. what we were, we were aiming for as well. Yeah, no, exactly. And he said, um, I would like to offer you this test of metal and you can you can take it or not you can complete it and then turn it down at the end but I want to offer this to you and it was just so exciting and so unique and we were just like yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah. so but yeah that that was that was our 
that was our our plan basically because a lot of people had said to us when you know you get in game in the field and you're like la 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 who are you two and you're meeting people and we got the question constantly because that was pretty much our characters and they're like oh have any houses caught your eye and we're like yeah oh what do you like about these houses and we're like we like this and we do we love there's so many pretty much all the houses have amazing qualities to them um but we didn't want to like say outright oh yeah uh, one, because it might come off as a bit like douchey anyway, to be like, oh yeah, we yeah. want them to come to us. But, you know, that was the part of the brief we were looking for. We were like, no, we want to come do glorious deeds because it's dawn, yeah. baby. And we want to do glorious deeds. And then yeah, have we're someone... in dawn. We're there. Yeah. yeah, we're there to be glorious. We're in fight. We're there to be noticed. We yeah. don't to just uh, be <laughs> so, so, so to get a an Earl come up to us at E2 uh was uh really good because at the end of e1 we didn't really discuss this off the po- on the podcast but we had said oh you know we're perfectly happy being knight errants until like we-, we wanted to get to the point where people are just fed up with us being knight errants and they just like look just come into my house you know and and here have a <laughs> test of metal that was our plan so so to get that done as quick as we did we're we're, we're happy mind you saying getting it done uh, now we get on to even better game now because now... well yeah because what makes our test interesting now because we are not in character currently I don't think we're going to go into all the details in the minute because no. I feel like that is definitely in character thing but there is one detail that I, I would say and it's the fact that within Dawn you cannot be in the same house and be lovers to so, so to say because you're a class of siblings therefore we would not both be joining the same house so what makes this test unique is that we are both completing the test with the understanding that only one person can really gain entrance into the house and we we've talked about it we've got a plan we're very excited about the test and i think that's something that's definitely Hopefully, our our podcast after E three will be able to start do, do dive want, into details. Do, do, what do you want? Uh, it's up to you. Do, do, I'm saying it's up to you. But like, is is? Do you want to say what the test is? Oliver, you know me. I am ready to spill everything. Yeah, <laughs> like I, right now, I, I will tell you everything. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't want it to spoil our game at E three. Um, I've already I, told a lot of people. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I've so. told a lot of people. On Discord, I've told people online. I've told all the people my work. They've got no idea what I'm talking about, but I've told them. You know what? I, okay, so yeah, like, like so, like Robin said, we can't because uh, I will also uh, say if we haven't already that, uh, yeah, obviously Robin and I are married, uh, but we decided that Godric and Aaron L are lovers also. So uh, that's one thing that Lupo had obviously just asked off the bat straight away because he'd obviously thought about it come to us with an actual test and been like he's like i'm assuming you two are lovers and we're like yes it's like <laughs> okay well this is going to be a competition because it's not just a oh you have a test and you have a test it's the same test but it's a competition because <laughs> like robin said if we test into a house the same house we're technically brother and sister uh, if you want to be in the same house and be lovers, what you have to do is be a noble and another noble and go to the your lover's house and then ask for a test of ardor from that earl. 
to marry into that house. Which we did speak about in our um, third installment of our um, yes. E1 podcast. Yes. So some of you may have remembered um, the, the test of order yeah. that we spoke of. So yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, which which is quite funny because a lot of the uh, the novels that we had told after the fact about like the test, uh, a lot of them were like, oh yeah, you know, it's like to be a noble, you really should be doing like three... <laughs> To, to to be married and be both noble, you should be doing a minimum of three tests. And we're like, well, it looks like it is going to be a minimum of three we're tests. We're like, well, yes, that's exactly what we're doing. No one, oh. Yeah, two, <laughs> two, two, two tests of metal and, and one test of ardor, you know? Yeah. Which is because it's, it's part yeah, it's it's the door it's part of the Dornish brief that I most interested me. That's why I went for a knight errant uh archetype. Because I like the test system. Yeah. So yeah, I think we, we need we need to tell them what the test is. Well, because you know, and I'm, I'm not I'm not being totally meta, but I mean if we tell them and there's people here listening from nations that are not Dawn, or just people in Dawn who may be able to help us, they might be able to give us some help during this test. That that is a, that is a good point, right? So yeah, because <laughs> I didn't want to spoil game for us, but I think this is actually might enhance game hopefully if maybe people that like you say are listening in other nations that want to yeah, get involved yeah. in our game uh i don't do you want to explain it or do you want me to explain it any arcs come talk to me yes yeah, so the test um that we're doing <laughs> um yeah so we are like oliver said we're competing against one another we have been tasked with going to every single nation and finding a story of true love by Dornish standards. Once we find the story, we then take the story to a Dornish troubadour. Again, any troubadours listening, uh, feel free to get in touch. <laughs> we then take this troubadour to Lord Lupo, and we have the troubadour confirm that this is in fact a story of true love to Dornish standards. Now, the catch is, once the one of us has confirmed the story from a nation, let's take Varushka. If Oliver gets to Varushka and hears the story of true love and has this confirmed, I cannot then go to Varushka and do the same as Varushka has now closed off. So it's a race between the two of us to see who can get the most first. And who can grant entry into Desandra's house? Yeah, it's a, it's such a good test of metal. It's so good. It's so good. It has yeah. everything. Yeah. And yeah, and in in true Donner style, this is the part that we will not reveal to everyone at this point. But in true Donner style, Oliver and I have thought about ways that we can make this harder and more exciting for everyone yeah so we cannot wait to really throw ourselves into this at e3 yeah it may take us e3 and e4 but who knows maybe we may finish this sunday e3 who knows yeah i, yeah, I have no um obviously some people just like to play uh the, the knight errant archetype obviously that but it, 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 everyone's games their own i wanted to do the whole testing in to become a noble thing i wanted to be a knight yeah. errant um but also i have i have no uh i had i have no plan to draw this out now i've got a test so um yeah I, i'm planning on going like full ham 
Oh yeah, like we have we have a plan and like an actual mission now. Um something that can take us around all the nations, but also take us around the nations separately. It allows us to compete against each other. So yeah, it's it allows us the opportunity to have some more fun role play moments with other people within the nation. Um and to be able to to go to a different a few different places and actually meet new people and overcome a few um a few obstacles that might stop us from some of them so yeah i'm excited i'm I'm super excited actually and i have already spoken to a few people i mean i've spoken to uh three orcs <laughs> so far three orcs. i'm j- just out of character chatting away making connections yeah, yeah. no i mean but but, but one of the best parts about the wording of the test is it's true love, a uh, story of true love by Dornish standards. So that is the thing that is obviously going to bring us, it's going to bring me the most joy and role playing, talking to these other nations. Also, we said last time, uh, last time, last season, uh, when we did our episodes on E1, is that, you know, we went, we spent a bit of time in Wintermark, we spent a bit of time in Navarre and Dawn. That was kind of it. Uh, this season, I went to the Imperial Orc camp once. Uh, we went to Songs and Stories. Yeah. And Dawn. Like, we, we spent <laughs> so much time in Dawn, both of our first events. So this is an actual excuse to get the hell out of Dawn. Because uh, it's difficult as well, because that's your like, little family. Uh, get out of Dawn and uh, force yourself into... The, the, the way the test is, it's not just a... I think it's cool when you have a test of, oh, go and challenge every nation to a fight. Uh, for me, that's quite Dawn-centric, which is also yeah. cool. But because this is a, oh, get a story of love, we're going to have to, like, learn about the culture. Because we're going to be like, oh, we need, a da- we need a story of true love by Dawnish standards. But I think we're going to get uh, a frosty reception if we come in being like, oh, no, it has to be Dawnish standards. So we're going to have to actually learn about uh, the culture of these other nations, which is super freaking exciting. Cause it's an excuse yeah. to go over to these other nations and be like, Hey, you know, this is what I'm after. One point me in the direction of, of, you know, a story, a love story, you know, and I, then I have to, you, you and I have to decide, right. Is this a story worthy of taking to the troubadour? Then we get game with our Dornish trick. So we have Dawn game as well, because, we then have to find Dornish troubadours that want to play this game with us. I've got three troubadours that have confirmed they want to be part of it. Yeah. So three separate Dornish troubadours have happily confirmed they wish to be part of this. But I want to find all of them. So calling all of Dawn troubadours, yeah. please. Yeah. yeah. Come it, help us. Yeah, get, get as many people involved as... As possible. Do any of you want to come with me hey, to the orc camp? Well, this is the <laughs> other thing as well, because, uh, yeah, we are racing, but uh, I, I know where Robin wants to go first, uh, if you haven't guessed. Um, so <laughs> I, I'm going, like, she's, uh, Aronel's got connections in a couple of other nations, so I'm going to go, it's, it's silly for me to go after those first, so I'm going to go a different direction. So, yeah, that's another good point, is that, 
having some allies maybe from dawn might be helpful uh for godric instead of godric just walking in on his own maybe um but, uh, from any nation but you know yeah D- dawn might be helpful uh because he won't have his sidekick arnell with him so i like it i was like arnell has connections with the nations that she can find <laughs> physically on a map yeah, the closest <laughs> nations to Dawn is what Arunel's going to go oh for. Oh my gosh, so you're like, oh, wow, I won. How did I win? Well, Arunel tried to find Brushka and never returned. She just never came back. <laughs> she just left. She just left Dadford. <laughs> left Dadford. In the, just, just in the middle of the British Grand Prix. Like, just avoiding the Formula Looking One cars. For- oh like, my God, it's so going to be me. <laughs> What's that noise? Oh, please, if anyone finds a changeling in the middle of Grand Prix, can you come and help me? <laughs> I'm not okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm you, in danger. Uh, do you want to have a little break? Because I could do with another mm. drink and then we'll, uh, yeah, we'll talk more about what happened on the Saturday. Yeah, we'll finish off Sunday. our Saturday. That sounds good. Awesome. Okay. Yep. And we're back. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, yeah, test of test of metal, super. So we're, yeah, we're obviously like absolutely just buzzing, buzzing. yeah, <laughs> buzzing after after that, because it, it was a massive adrenaline dump out after the skirmish as well, um, and then being like, oh great, cool, and then it took us a little while to process. To be honest, like now. Obviously, now it's all in my head, and what we literally just described there is like how we're feeling about the test. Um, but to be quite honest, when we got offered, it was it was still a little bit of processing, and then yeah, people were asking, and it was all a bit of a all a bit of a crazy blur because we went the, yeah. went over to the uh, Durandal's tent. Um, yeah, we did. Yeah, and they've got a a big awesome. Uh, it's it's basically a large marquee, right? <laughs> we say tent. Um, a yeah. marquee doesn't even do this thing justice. It's like yeah. a freaking castle. Yes, yeah, House Durandal. <laughs> so that they had some uh, cele- celebrations. This was actually a celebration for the wedding connected to the test of ardor from. It was last uh, yeah, it was um, Tancred's wedding. Yes. That we were celebrating so we um got to go in and we were like really early because we knew this wedding celebration was on and it was announced in the square and like literally as they were oh not even finished announcing it we were like hello yeah, <laughs> we're here yeah, we're here we're here, <laughs> we're we're here, here. For drink. yeah there's one thing i mean it's 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 been an effort trying to be like crazy changelings that are seeking glory but if it's one thing that comes natural to robin and i it's showing up to drink alcohol <laughs> not not a big deal for us. We were actually always in the tent. <laughs> yeah, we were always there. We were always there. <laughs> it was amazing though, because honestly, this was a wedding celebration and it was beautiful. Like you we went inside and to whomever was in charge of setting this up, decorating everything, congratulations, because you did an amazing job. It was so atmospheric. There was um, benches. We had troubadours playing in the corner. There was plenty of alcohol. These beautiful lights everywhere. And everything was just so wonderful and picturesque. And 
also with this being festival of the, the flowers as well, there were flowers um, in certain areas. And I am going to make an assumption here and somebody can correct me if I am incorrect, but I believe the flowers were from the flower codes of both houses. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yes, the because some of them, I yeah. yeah, well, I'd received flowers from one of the houses and they were identical. And nice. I was like, oh, yeah. I think these are flower codes from both houses who joined. Yeah. But what was really beautiful was what was up on the wall. Do you want it? Do you want to tell us that the painting? No, I, oh yeah, the pa- yeah the Sorry. paintings. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the, yeah the, they, they had had a the, the players had had a painting uh, done of their of their characters and telling the story of the Test of Ardor, and it was absolutely beautiful. It um, was all the detail. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it it was yeah it was something else. Um, it was great. Th- this is actually when we were like dragged out for the all these garden thing as well because we had well, to like leave halfway through just to go well, we were actually out. when we were there we were speaking to one of the ladies from house Arzel, and she'd been speaking to us and we were talking about the painting and she was like, ah yes you know we'd had um, one done by the same artist and it was all, all the really lovely sophisticated conversations as we're all standing there and somebody appeared and whispered to her when oh are you supposed to be and it was the way she was like Oh shit! I'm supposed to be out there. Oh right? no, yeah, yeah. Like, and I was then like, she we, went to we walk, and I was She was also to... dragged, and she was like yeah, supposed to be doing to it with step us. Yeah. Out, and I was like, oh, that's unfortunate. I was like, oh, we're meant to be oh, there. That's as well. us as well. Yeah, <laughs> we're, we're part of this uh, thing. <laughs> the way we all just went, we all forgot. Um, <laughs> let's run out and it's, do this. Yeah, and we already covered all that the the um, mm. the, the garden stuff, but that's basically where. Yeah, it, yeah, we won. <laughs> yeah 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 uh, we won in the topic of making friends yeah exactly it's the friends we made along the way along the way that's the main thing uh yeah then we we uh we went back to durandal's we chatted to a few people uh the- oh i got oh. to play with a mace the flail, I think you mean. Flail. I already flail. know you mean a flail. Yeah. I know. And you know, in my head, I was literally going, mace flail, mace flail. And I know the difference because I have discussed the difference several times. Flail. Yeah. I got to play with a flail. Yeah. So the, it was, it was Adam, right? From. It was Adam. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yes, it was. I can't remember, I can't remember his, his character names. D- Durandal anyway. Um, yes. Yeah, and and the the cool he was explaining the cool thing about like flails is that like there's no there's no core in them. It's basically just a little block of foam that weighs nothing, so you can <laughs> you can go for it with them. You know, you're not actually gonna like as, as hard as you swing that thing. It's not you don't have to pull your blows basically. So is which is funny because I actually have a, a well I'll tell it now because so in the su- <laughs> yeah in the Sunday battle, um I remembered this story from the night before. So in the Sunday battle. I'm in a shield wall in the breach. We'll explain that later. Um, <laughs> and it's it's just constant. Uh, it's you know it's constant pikes and weapons against shields. You know Dornish shields, right? And this orc comes with a flail and just goes for it on this guy's shield, and it does make a crack. It's like bang, and then the, the, the whoever shield it was, there was a couple of people being like a little bit concerned, being like. Oh, he didn't pull his didn't pull that blow, didn't pull that blow. And obviously I didn't say I didn't say because what's the point in saying something? But I was like, ah, right, yeah, well, 
yeah, because the, you can, but even though, yeah, it's, it's like foam on foam and obviously because it's like latex just slapping more latex, that sounded terrible. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that sounded fucking terrible. <laughs> Anyway, not that type of podcast. <laughs> what do you call it, Oliver? <laughs> Everyone's thinking talking, about latex slapping latex. I'm talking about latex weapons. Anyway. You, 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 were, you were unsure about the word weapon there, weren't yeah, you? I was even unsure about the word weapon. Anything I say now is an, is an innuendo now, isn't it? It is. Yeah, yeah. go for it. What's yeah, next? I don't know. He just, he just slammed his weapon against this against this other guy's and it just it just made a big slapping sound. Um, and everyone was shocked, and that was the end of that cool story I was trying to tell. That's now ruined. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. It was a beautiful story it about a... weapon slapping. <laughs> it was. That's what we like to do at last. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> sorry. You got to swing the flail around. I got to play with the flail. And we. Uh... Oh yeah. Well, I, I will say because I don't think we mentioned as well. Um... I can't, I can't remember his character's name, but um, lovely uh, no, uh, Dornish noble, um, played by Neil. He uh, had, yes. yeah, he reached out to us, and from our last podcast when we were talking about oh, trying different weapon types because I'm sword and shield, you're ambi, and we're like, oh yeah, we wouldn't mind trying some like mm. halberd spears, great. Uh, great swords um and he yeah he reached out to us and was like oh yeah i can i've got a load of this stuff um you can come and uh just have a play about so on the friday yeah, he, he was like say no more <laughs> yeah so on the friday he dropped some weapons off for, for us and we got to play in the glory square a little bit with our um trying out our weapons um which was interesting but i feel like i've picked the right weapons that i already want after playing Fame. with them. yeah I would say it's the same, although so because you you got to do some training with Neil and did like a lot of lovely training there and practicing. Then you and I went out into the square and we did some combat together. And then that's what's wonderful about being in the glory square. You're on show, but there's people watching that know how to use the weapons. And so we had like three different people that approached be like, hey, try this or try that or try this stance. And it was it was it was it was Adam, correct? Yeah, from Durandal. Yeah, yeah, Adam from from House Durandal. Well, absolutely wonderful. Came and basically gave myself a full lesson on the different stances, the the different things I could do, and we just practiced that afterwards, which made such a big difference to what we were doing. And although it's not going to be a go-to weapon for me, definitely not. I love being ambi. It's just my sort of stance. I like getting quite close to people when I fight. I didn't like being so far away because I felt really vulnerable if I couldn't keep people away from me. So yeah. The great sword, I actually really did enjoy. And I think in the future for monstering, maybe I'll look into getting something like that. But the main reason I wanted to have a practice with these is I wanted to find the weak points. <laughs> because being Ambi, well, I'm like, yeah. what are the weak points? And I found a big one with it. And this is maybe just myself. But holding a weapon of that size high up for a long time really tired it, it, I was a lot more tired than I am running around with my two little swords and I was like oh so if I just keep at 
the right distance and really annoy people with these big weapons, they will start to struggle to lift it. And then I can get up into their face. <laughs> yeah. yeah. In theory. In theory. Yeah. In theory. But no, I, I definitely want to, uh, I mean, at some point I'm going to purchase like a great sword so we can have it. So like you said, even though, yeah, you can use it for monstering, maybe another character like down the road, but literally you and I can just practice combat practice combat yeah. because like you said we're practicing then like I'm practicing sword and board and you're practicing ambi versus uh, a great sword so you're like oh I'm gonna do my great sword not only are you practicing great sword but the other person is getting to practice fighting against a great sword we need we need a third person because really what <laughs> I'm not I, I didn't mean it like a weird way <laughs> Jesus <laughs> <laughs> Who wants we need a third combat person yeah <laughs> because there is a really I, i've seen that you can you can do like a real good power move if you've got somebody with the shield and sword and somebody who's ambi up against others you can be quite strong and powerful but you need to kind of practice that and i think we should maybe practice that sort of thing of of like the best sort of maneuvers and things to do together but we need a third combat person <laughs> so if anyone wants to play in the glory square e3 and just have some fun <laughs> yeah yeah it's, it's it seems that the glory square does seem to be a sparring because there was so much going on all the time in the glory square it was almost like uh well because they cordoned off a bit didn't they so yes. i think we said this last time for like the market uh, but that seemed to be handy because when there was something big going on, they could just be like, okay, if you want to spar, do it in, the, while this is going on, do it in the other area, you know? Because obviously, yeah. if it's, even just having that extra bit of rope there meant that whatever was going on in one part wasn't affecting the other. And it's obviously a little bit awkward when people are like, oh yeah, this is going on now. Like we're choosing our, I don't know, like Archmage or something. And there's a couple of people like sparring and then as that's going on, it's like totally detracting from it, which is nobody, like it's not either people's fault. No, no. you can at least be like, oh yeah, we're doing this in here. Do you mind like sparring in the smaller bit? And everyone's like, yeah, cool. Because people seem to love, people are coming from other nations to spar in the glory square. Yeah, there was a lot of big things happening and having that smaller area was really useful. Like you said, for people, because we had the big, you know, and we had lots of troubadours there. We had a market there on the days. Um, we had quite a lot of, of kids this time there. Uh, we didn't have nearly as many kids at E1 that I noticed. And I feel like it's actually more because this time, even though E1 was more like school holidays, this time it was so warm and so lovely. I, I feel like that might have been the reason we had a lot more kids there, but they were out in the glory square sparring constantly. Oh, yeah. Like I say sparring, they were trying to kill each other. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, yeah. it was so exciting to watch these kids go at each other. We but I noticed them a few times going into the smaller section when big things were happening. Yeah, <laughs> we, we, we should probably talk about uh, at some point, um, like the, the Academy. I don't know if we've... I think we maybe mentioned the mm. Academy in previous episodes. Basically, it's... Uh, Empire, from my understanding, it's not technically, like, family-friendly as, as, as basically, if you bring your children to Empire, they're expected to respect the game uh, and obviously understand that there are adults around 
some of them might be drinking heavily and some of them were, you know, you're not expected to watch your language and things like that. So if you do bring kids are more than welcome, but they are expected to play the game with the adults basically is my understanding, but there is an entire game for them as well. So that they, yeah. they have the Academy, um, which I don't know too much about, but I do know it's basically a school uh, for Imperial citizens and they get to go through. And I wish oh my god i wish i had been a kid going to going to empire like honestly that seems like the thing i would have been so frick i mean i'm so into it now as like a 34 year old man um but i i would have been so into that as a kid getting to go to school where you learn how to fight with swords and beat monsters it just looks freaking amazing yeah, I love it. I'm just looking at the academy section. It's like the academy provides um, field trips <laughs> for the kids. I'm like, oh my god, that's amazing. I'm just picturing going this like academy <laughs> leader. Like, well, I'm imagining like like literally like, going around all the nations and stuff. Yeah, like going through the Sentinel Gate, but like also like like taking them out and being like, okay, so now we're going to say hello to the orcs. Who can remember the rules for visiting the orcs? <laughs> and all these little kids holding up their weapons. <laughs> Make sure you got your weapons on you. Make sure you got your weapons on you. You got your buddy. You need your buddy system. Okay, let's go. Let's <laughs> go. <laughs> I'm just, I'm sorry. I, I'm excited by it because it is something that I would like to be involved with within yeah. the game. Um, I don't plan on sort of seeking out involvement this year but next year i kind of want to to be part of it i know it's ran by npcs and but i would love to be one of the players that come in and maybe give a hand do some things to the academy because it seems like so much fun yeah like <laughs> just <laughs> all these little kids dressed up with their swords and shields ready to not pull their blows <laughs> yeah 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 so if anyone's listening that it is part of the Mm. Uh, academy game then yeah um I, I know robin's very uh interested in that so feel free to reach out uh please do don't reach uh, out to all of our th this yeah no don't reach out <laughs> damn Talk kids no i no I, I, I i'm fine i'm fine with kids but you, you literally that's part of your profession robin and uh, you know i i love that part <laughs> but uh right, yeah i mean hey i mean if if it if it is a i i, I would love to monster <laughs> anyway um this is definitely gonna be a four-part podcast I'm, I'm, this is I'm, good yeah yeah um <laughs> I'm, I'm i'm sorry folks we'll make we're, we're drawing it out because uh, we still got a whole nother day to talk about um but saturday uh we wound up in wise guys uh right at the end. um and i'm glad we did because uh we spent a good bit of time in wise guys e1 and it's literally like stumbling distance from our tent this year as well yes we had a good view of wise guys by the way wise so wise guys is our uh like pub in dawn uh and tavern technically the best it's lovely yeah actually objectively the best tavern in and um, obviously 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 um yeah, there's no, other taverns. There's other taverns. <laughs> uh, yeah, we so we, we ended up in uh, Wise Guys. To be fair, we were like winding down for the day because it had been a big day, like a proper big day, and we were like, oh well, you know, should we just we, we'll go over, we'll have a we'll have a drink, and then we'll call it a night. And then um, House Mortes showed up and uh, was like, oh, uh, come and join us. And 
then it was we had um yeah amazing conversations and drinks with house mortaire uh we were buzzing about the test of metal and i think we sat down and we we're like but hello and how is your day and i was like this happened yeah we had <laughs> a big like- day <laughs> We had a really big day. This happened and this happened and that happened. And like, she's like, ah, yes, I'd send under Just like spilling everything out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, I, I think I was talking uh, to um, Killian Mortar about. Uh, so, so I, I like the. So, Empire has. Empire, the, the, the Empire has one religion, basically. Mm-hmm. So, the, the idea is. I think you can have. You're obviously allowed to have opinions on the one religion of the empire but the idea is that there is one religion and if you go directly against it then it's heresy you know so it's yeah so um but that doesn't mean to say that you like have to be you know you don't have like you're not forced as a character to be religious you can interact with that as much as you want like your anointment was technically a religious thing yeah um but anyway uh, I was talking to uh, Killian about uh, ambition, which is one of the seven virtues. And I thought that was quite a cool thing for my character because I wanted my character. I didn't look too much into the religion game because we're new. And I was like, you know what? It would just be cool to play a more naive character and discover these things through other players that know it. That's the. I think that's one of the best thing, best that's the best bit of advice I would give to someone who's not sure about yeah. joining, especially specifically empire is like, you don't need to know anything. Just come in and be like, Oh, what is this thing? You know, because people who like a certain aspect of the game just want to talk to you about it. You know, um, even to the point where I think even Killian has said like, Oh yeah, no, I'm sorry if I, cause you've asked me about this, I'm going to go on and on. I'm like, no, that's why I've asked you. I'm like, tell me about, ambition as a virtue and we got talking about ambition and uh its role within uh all the other uh virtues as well how like a priest of pride reacts to a priest of ambition and how a priest yeah a priest uh, a priest of like courage reacts to another another virtue um because my character godric is uh interested in the virtue of ambition because he is ambitious. Yeah. He's, he's interested in the, um, the virtue of uh, courage as well. So that I got some real good game, like really late at night with lots of drinking me, which is really cool. Yeah, no, it was, it was absolutely amazing. And then like, yeah, obviously you were chatting away to him there. I was ta- chatting away to Lady Morgan and it was a really wonderful sort of ending to the day. And then just to totally top it all off, Rusty Compass appeared to start playing some wonderful songs. Oh yeah, so yeah, Rusty Compass is the uh, <laughs> is is the Varushkin the Varushkin Bards that we mentioned last episode that we can't remember the name of, and everyone. Thank was you like, to everyone who got <laughs> in touch with me with the name <laughs> after the last podcast. Everyone was we like, have... "Oh, I think it was Rusty Compass." We just didn't. We're, we're bad with names. I'm we no, honestly, thank you so much to everyone who actually gave us the correct name because since then we've now been listening to Rusty Compass. Yeah, Rusty Compass. And on Spotify. Honest, yeah, go check. Honestly, them out. I'll put yeah. I'll put a link down for the. In, I think yeah. so. I feel like we need to give them a little message and just be like, "Hey." Want to play some of your music at some point is it's so good you'll love it go go give them the listen yeah, if you've not yeah, already they, they, they showed up also you know what just popped into my head was the uh was the orc 
that was there's a, te- <gasps> there's a te- yes 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 there's yes, a technical yes, yes. there's a name for it mm-hmm. and i can't remember what the name is it's oh but it's, it's a magical describe the effect because someone will tell us the name of yeah. it so describe so the effect i thought this orc was taking kate that they, they sorry they came in mm-hmm. uh and they were acting like a dornish noble in wise guys they came up and went like, oh, and they were talking about, I can't remember exactly because I was, I was quite inebriated, right? <laughs> so <laughs> I got some of these details are fuzzy, uh, but they were acting like a Dornish noble and the orcs that came with them were like egging them on, but in a way that I was like, wait, at first I thought they were taking the piss, but then I was like, wait, what? And then I think Lady Morrigan had like turned around and said, oh yeah, I think this is, uh, some sort of magic where they've taken like they they literally think they are a Dornish noble like this yeah or- because they had like the flower crown on they yeah. were toasting to glory and they were speaking in that sort of sense and but I don't think whatever happened affected all of them yeah because cause- they were all like that but there was one orc and she'd come in at the back and was like shouting at him being like he you know you left an orc behind how dare you leave an orc behind but they were like like almost not even acknowledging the fact that they were speaking and I was just like oh okay this is interesting and yes like you said Oliver that's when Lady Morrigan was like yes I believe he thinks he is actually I believe they think they're actually from Dawn and it was it was fun yeah yeah so but that just shows I mean that I feel that's just an example of how like deep these LARP games can actually get like there's so it's not just a oh a single player or a few players like maybe a D&D campaign where basically you're seeing the world through a either a single player or a group of players in a TTRPG this is a such a multi-layered thing because you've got so many people but it makes I think it makes it even better because you have yeah you do have the children in the academy doing their thing and you have different nations going off and doing their thing you have people yeah. in a political game doing their thing and it's just <laughs> and you're just coming in doing your thing and there's so many games being played and it is a bit of a microcosm for for life because that's basically what's happening in real life isn't it in this real world yeah. we're living in everyone's doing their own thing you know but and you just uh you live in it and i think that's so cool that we're all just sitting there and by the way I think technically, you know, by the time we were all, you know, had a lot to drink uh, and it was really late or early hours of the morning, basically, uh, it's it's not really time in. It's not technically time in, I think, past that point. But everybody's still in character. Everybody's still living in this world because no one's going to drop it as soon as they're like, oh, yeah, it's time out. Okay, let's go to bed. You know, so (laughs) everyone's been playing in character all day and it just carries on and it's just... Uh, one last thing while I'm rambling about how cool it is, how cool is Empire. Uh, at night is one of the most beautiful times, isn't it? Especially, yeah. I know we'd said about like the starlight the night before, <laughs> but it's a really cool time at Anvil because it's all, all the tents are out. It's just fires and it's just, uh, you know, the, the, the lighting and the mood and it's a very... You know, there's hardly any light pollution at that campsite either. You know, from anywhere I was else. Gonna you can't say hear that, the road, actually. You can't hear anything. 
yeah, there is very little light pollution because even at E1, where we didn't have that lovely starry sky as such, it was dark, like properly dark. And yeah, there was just no light pollution, like you said. And it was just, yeah, it didn't feel like we were on this world. It felt like we were on a completely different world. It yeah. was really yeah. atmospheric. Yeah, even when things quieten down, it still feels buzzing because there's so many people around you and they're all doing their own thing. The people and you, yeah. can just, and you can hear obviously distantly as well because it's such a big site as well. You know, we're obviously having fun, singing songs in Wise Guys, but... Over the other side of the campsite, there's other songs being sung and stories being told and people yeah. people, people having in-character arguments and people uh, laughing somewhere, <laughs> you know, and it just feels like freaking alive. But it's, It is. It's, it's beautiful. Um, and even with all of that going on, honestly, I've never slept so well when I sleep at Annabelle. Because <laughs> you're so tired. <laughs> so physically tired yeah. but honestly I, I wake up in the morning i'm like wow that was an amazing sleep last night <laughs> yeah even though even though this time we only slept i think an average of about i think we slept maybe like seven oh. hours the whole weekend but oh my it was the it was the um the friday night yeah the friday yeah, night when we were Fri like yeah, friday was a late one it was like four hours of sleep wasn't gone it? three in the morning by the time we actually started settling down to go to sleep and then we were up at about half six, seven, I think. <laughs> yeah. And then we just kept going. <laughs> yeah. So I will apologize for how tired I was on the um, Saturday night, but I think I've just realized why. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, you were waning on the, on the Saturday. Oh, I well, I think it's gotten, I, it was still late. I think we were close to like midnight and I was just like, I'm so sleepy. And I remember even like Lady Morgan being like, oh, my lady. No, not my lady. Sorry. I'm not a lady. Yeah, you're not a lady. <laughs> no. Not a lady. No. I remember um, Lady Morgan saying, ah, you do look ra rather tired now. Is it taking out your day? And I'm just like, I'm so sleepy. Yeah. <laughs> thing is, I know you God always- toddler stage. <laughs> yeah, no, but you always do that anyway. Because I was like, yeah, usually you're, you, you're <laughs> one of these people that just is either like just switched on or you're switched off, you know? So I could yeah. tell- you were switched, but I was having really good game at the same time, like talking about, uh, talking about like the religion game and having good cider and things like that. And there were stories like flying backwards and forwards, and I'm like, ah, fine. Robin's Aaron L's fine. Just it's it's okay. Uh, I'm taking caffeine pills with me next time or something. <laughs> it was one of our neighbors. It was like, oh, they they like they told me about um different types of like just normal like over the counter caffeine pills and things you can take that really brightens you up. And I'm like, I think I should bring those next time just so that I can be like, to, just because it's not so bad when you kind of wind down and it's ready for bed. But then if you're starting to wind down and then good conversation starts, you're like, oh, oh shit, I really want to. I'm going to want to stay here for another hour or so. Can I need to perk up a bit? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I kind of need to stop, you know, dazing off into the distance. <laughs> so yeah, that that was our that was our Saturday. Um, yeah, yeah. You, we're, so we'll pick up next time with Sunday. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and the absolute just freaking crazy good but also oh terrifying and concerning battle that was the sunday um spoiler spoiler alert like both our characters survived but 
We're live. Uh, yeah, I, I tell you, I mean, there, there was there was times, yeah, that I, I wasn't entirely sure whether Godric was going to come back. Um, but we'll talk about that in the next episode. Oh yeah, I thought I was dead. And then, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, we'll talk about it next. Time. <laughs> 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 Screw it. <laughs> Three-hour podcast. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But no, we'll, we'll save that for next episode. Definitely. Uh, thank you for joining us, everyone. And <laughs> we'll uh, see you next time. I'll see you later. Goodbye. Bye. If you enjoyed this podcast, be sure to subscribe so you know when a new episode is posted. Rate and review this podcast and then catch us live at twitch.tv forward slash to have underscore to roll. That is the number two and roll as into role play. Thank you very much for listening.